Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. It's been a busy time. We just got back from Sandusky, Ohio, where I was speaking at the Teach Them Diligently convention. And we had an amazing time. Um, If you've never gone before, it's like being on vacation with a whole bunch of homeschoolers. It's so much fun. Um, And we also traveled to Nashville, Tennessee this year for Teach Them Diligently. And I went to Atlanta with my daughter accompanying me and um, my parents. And that was for another Teach Them Diligently. And all three were just amazing. I loved meeting so many homeschooling families and I was able to speak. Um, I presented five different times at each uh, convention and it was just so much fun. We're also gearing up for the Uh, Simply Living for Him retreat this summer out in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I will share more about that towards the end of this episode. Um, But yeah, it's been a busy time. I haven't been able to record weekly episodes just because, you know, um, I'm just a mom over here trying to balance it all and I have to really put my family first and that's what I've been doing Uh, while we were traveling. It was just, it was busy. And um, it was busy, though, doing good things and, you know, things that feel like a blessing and not a burden. But I also have to know when to sort of let things go. So we haven't had an episode of this podcast in a while. And I sort of wrote down some episode ideas and, and asked God to really show me today what he wanted me to talk about. And it's prayer. Today I'm going to talk about um women in prayer, the necessity of prayer, women praying together, and how to start a prayer group, a ladies' prayer group. You know, one thing that was interesting while I was away speaking, I mentioned in one of my presentations about um, how I started a ladies' prayer group last summer, and just the impact that it had on me, and how it really changed the way I see relationships with women. And, um, you know, a lot of people came up to me afterwards and asked more about how I went about starting a ladies prayer group, what it looked like. And, you know, they're interested in doing this in their own homes. So I want to share today about how it changed my life, actually, when I started a ladies prayer group at my home last summer, what it looked like and what I'm hoping to do with it this summer again. So let me backtrack to last summer. I had this idea um, to do a ladies prayer group at my home. And I think there was one year where I sort of did like a homeschool mom's prayer day, just, I think it was at the beginning of the school year, maybe it was at the end of the school year, but you know, it was one of those times. It was either the beginning or the end where I felt like, you know, let's get homeschool moms together and just pray for our families. Actually, if I back up even further than that, several years ago, um, I would get together with two really good friends weekly and we would pray. They were both homeschooling moms. Um, and we would pray for our kids and our homeschools and we would do it every week. And we did it when the weather was nice and we were doing it throughout the summer and we called it sort of like pray and play day. The kids would go play in the park and my friends and I would gather under the little gazebo and we would just pray. We would pray for our kids. We would pray for whatever was going on in our lives at that time. We would just join together in prayer. And it was a wonderful time in my life. You know, 
um, I just remember that weekly time, knowing that I had that with these two ladies was really, really special to me. The kids loved it because they knew they were going to the park every week with their friends. And they also, you know, it was a good thing that they saw their moms committed to prayer over there right in the park, you know. So we did that for a while, and then that disbanded. One of my friends unfortunately moved away, and, you know, things get busy and life gets busy. So that was a few years ago. Um, And then I did this one time, you know, homeschool mom's prayer at my house, and I thought that would be, you know, a good thing to do as homeschool moms, getting together and praying for each other's homeschool year and their, their children. And um, so then last year, I started to think about that again. The, and, you know, this is around the time the movie The War Room came out. I love that movie. <laughs> I want to be Miss Clara. So anyway, I was, you know, really sort of on fire for prayer. And, and um, I decided to open up my home in the summer once a week for ladies' prayer. Now, I honestly and I'm with full transparency here, I honestly think in the beginning I thought, well, my friends will come over and, you know, we'll pray and then we'll have coffee and we'll chat and the kids will hang out. And I think I was looking a little bit more at the social aspect of it. But honestly, I remember thinking like, I don't want it to be just homeschool moms. I'll open it up to all moms. You know, I don't want to exclude. And um, it wasn't really just about homeschooling. It was about women just getting together. But I think deep down, I figured like, you know, my usual friends would come, my good friends. And And, um, you know, we would get together and pray. I did not expect at all what happened to happen. So anyway, I put it out there. I sent in an email to all the ladies in my email contacts. And then I put it on Facebook. I put it on my personal Facebook page, you know, ladies prayer time coming up this, you know, whatever, I think it was Wednesdays at two o'clock, you know, all are welcome. If you need prayer, come and join us. Um, And the response was quite different than I expected. So I did this for most of the summer, every week at uh, two o'clock. And my commitment was, if one person comes, we'll pray. If nobody comes, I'm still going to commit that hour or whatever to praying, that I'll sit on my deck by myself and I'll just pray. Then I have that on my calendar. So, um, guess what? None of those usual friends that I, you know, see all the time ended up coming. You know, people are busy or, you know, it just wasn't in, in, uh, the time for them to come. So the people that came the very first time were, it was so funny because people, I, you know, I'd said on Facebook, I'm having this or I emailed, you know, let me know if you want to come. And so a couple of ladies contacted me that they were coming and each lady, I think there were four or five the first time, were from completely different areas of my life. None of them knew each other. Some of them I hadn't seen in a long time. Some of them I hardly even knew. And I'm thinking, okay, Lord, (laughs) you're bringing these four different ladies. This is going to be interesting. You know, like it just was so strange to me that, um, and you know, that's kind of like the beauty of social media, as bad as we can say it is, it can be used for really good because I was able to reach so many more people just sticking it on my personal page. Because all of us, you know, if you have a personal page, you have the friends on there that you haven't seen in years, the, you know, coworkers you worked with 15 years ago, you know, your high school classes on there, kids from childhood, neighbors, you know, close friends, all kinds of people, family members. So, that's exactly what happened, though. It reached so many different people, and that God brought these people, you know, for the prayer. 
So I was thinking, well, this is kind of strange, you know, I'm going to have these like four different ladies that don't know each other. They're all from completely different areas of my life are going to show up. And what happened that first day was truly amazing. We all sat down in the living room after everybody got there. You know, I put out some refreshments and we mingled for a little while. And then we sat down to kind of ask what we were looking for, you know, to pray for, what kind of prayer needs we had. And each woman found a connection in that room with someone else. It was truly amazing. Um, They each... I, I can't explain it, but there was there was something that they were praying about where the other where another person would say, oh, I know about that, or I know that person, or I'm dealing with that too, or we've had that. And there was like these connections. And what it really taught me was that when women come together, it's almost better that they didn't know each other. It was like there wasn't all that kind of weird stuff that goes along with women in relationships and stuff. There was, you know, just women coming to seek Jesus. Nobody knew anything about the other person. So it was actually, they were able to be a little bit more open perhaps. And, um, but connections were made because each lady was there for one main purpose. And that was to seek prayer and to seek Jesus. It didn't matter if you were a homeschooling mom. It didn't matter if you weren't a homeschooling mom. It didn't matter if you were in your 20s. It didn't matter if you were in your 50s. It didn't matter if you had kids or if you didn't have kids. We all had one common thing, that we needed prayer and we were seeking Jesus together as women. And it was a beautiful thing. It was so beautiful. So after that first time, I was really excited. I was like, okay, God, you had something completely different in mind for this prayer time. This is not just going to be a coffee and social thing. You are going to do work this summer. And each week was so different. I would sometimes have one lady show up. Sometimes none would show up. Sometimes when just one showed up and I realized, you know, God took everybody out for a reason. He wanted us to have that one-on-one time. And, um, He wanted us to um, maybe talk about things that we wouldn't have talked about had it been a room full of women or whatever. So, you know, I really saw how God orchestrated every single prayer meeting. Um, And sometimes nobody would show up and then I would just pray by myself. But what I wanted it to be was that women knew that my house was open every week at the same time um, and that they were welcome to come if they needed prayer. Now, if you are out there and you're thinking about doing this, because like I said, I wanted to do this episode because so many people afterwards I talked to just recently um, when I was traveling, they were like, well, how did it look? You know, what? how can I start one hour? One woman said, I was thinking of like starting a ladies Bible study, but I didn't even know what would we study. And I'm like, just get together and pray. Start that way. And I'll tell you, you know, exactly how it looked for us and what my plan is. But I would seek the Lord. If he's putting on your heart to, you know, get together with women to pray, it doesn't have to look how mine looked. But I would like to spur some ideas and just, you know, um, give you a little glimpse of what God does when we just kind of submit our plans to him because, you know, once I had that first prayer meeting and it went completely different than my plan, you know, coffee, my friends and pray, (laughs) I realized this is God's thing. This has nothing to do with me. This is all God's work and he's going to work this summer. And he did. So 
this was my intention last year, and I'm starting this up again this year, is to open my home up at the same time, pretty much, you know, unless schedules change for our family, but at the same time, basically, every week, and keep putting it out there, you know, email, Facebook, just mentioning it to people when I see them. And absolutely no obligation because, you know, especially in the summer, us women, we don't like commitments. It gets scary. Oh, I have to come for 12 weeks every week. I get that. But that's not at all what I wanted. I didn't want this to be um, a commitment thing. I wanted it to be that the house is open at this time as a time to come and pray. So if you can make it one week, wonderful. If you can't, you know, then that's fine too. There is no commitment, no obligation. Just know that the, the time is there for women to get together and pray. So that's how I, I am going to continue it this year. And I was sort of going back and forth because, you know, everybody has a different schedule and thinking, well, is it best to do it at this time or this day of the week? And I really just kept praying and asking God to show me what day and what time and trusting him to bring who he wants there each week, whether it's a full house or, you know, a no-show, that it is his plan, and it's his, it's all about him. So, um, anyway, I'm choosing to start up again, and I'm opening up my home. Um, one thing I will say, you know us ladies, we like to chat. <laughs> we love to get together and chat, chat, chat. I learned from my prayer time, my prayer group last year, that uh, I really, and I'm not good at this, but I really need to kind of rein people in because what happens was we would get together and, you know, I put out a few refreshments and coffee. So we, you know, normal chat, but it would go on and on and on. And before I knew it, half the ladies had to leave and we hadn't even prayed yet. So I'm like, no, this year I have to be really diligent of saying, say I'm going to start at 1 p.m. I'm going to let the ladies know, like, we're going to pray at 1 p.m. or, you know, right after when, once everybody arrives. And then afterwards, my home is open for anyone who wants to stay and chat and fellowship and have refreshments because I'm afraid that if I don't set that um, precedent now that it's just going to become more about the social. And that's fine. Fellowship is beautiful, but I really want this to be focused on the prayer. So that's going to be a guideline. I have a good friend who suggested guidelines, <laughs> and I need them. So I'm going to make sure I have that guideline that we stick to the time and we pray because some women can only come for an hour you know they they're only stopping in um in their busy day so i really need to be respectful of the time so i've learned that um but and keeping it completely open, like I said, to whoever God brings for whatever reason, and then letting him grow the group. Maybe we will end up with the same women coming all the time, and we get closer, and we want to have more of a Bible study type thing. But right now, I love to see the transformation that will take place uh, with women getting together to pray. Now, adding in some kind of a devotion or you know Bible um, verses beforehand is also a great idea, so that we can be really focused on what what God's word says. So that may happen too this year. Um, I did have a friend last year who kind of brought a little devotion and that was kind of cool one of the times and that was enjoyable. But I really just want the time to be God's time, that we are women that come together for an hour, whatever it is, to seek him, to ask him for um, our needs, to place them at his feet and then submit them to him and be open to his answer. You know, so many of us are like taking prayer requests and we'll pray for this and we'll pray for that. But it's not a laundry list of things that we want God to do. Of course, we want them. But ultimately, we have to be women that are going to submit to his will, even when he answers our prayer 
differently. And I think that's the beautiful thing about women coming together to pray together, is that when we pray and we submit to God that we are going to walk in his will and accept the answers that he gives us, we are transformed and then we do that together with other women and it's multiplied. We all become transformed together. And when those hard answers come, because sometimes we know that God doesn't answer our prayers the way we hope, but we always want the answer to be, you know, his will. We know that this is his purpose. So what a beautiful thing to have women alongside of us when the answers are hard that can help us get through that and can help us point each other back to him. Because ladies, we get so off track. I know myself. I can get so off track. I need people to help me. And that is um, what I enjoy doing as part of my ministry. You know, like people say when I'm speaking at conventions, you know, it's always that I'm pointing them back to him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm reminded myself. <laughs> so, you know, everything needs to be focused back to him. So it's really important that as women, we can do that with each other. So if you're out there and you're thinking about starting a ladies prayer group, or you're thinking about um, how you can, um, you know, fellowship with other women more purposefully and, um, you know, walk, I'm, I'm always talking about this, walking alongside each other, linking arms with each other. We are not against each other. You know, let's live as sisters in Christ. Let's live as sisters that are seeking his will above our own, that continually point each other back to him. I would encourage you, if God is laying on your heart anything like this, just do it. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be like, who's going to bring the coffee and cake? Who's going to bring the treats? Who's going to bring... <laughs> You know, it just is all it means is opening up your home. And that reminds me, I remember last year. So if you are doing this, what I'm going to say is be on guard because Satan doesn't want you to do this. So remember that because I remember last year I had this, you know, every, I think it was Wednesday at two o'clock. And, you know, of course, by like 11, 12 o'clock, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should cancel. The house is a mess. I really don't have any snacks to feed everybody today. Um, I really just sometimes don't feel like it. You know, maybe the kids are kind of in a mood. I'm just going to cancel. No, that is not going to happen because obviously anything's going to get in our way when we're trying to do something for God. Nobody cares what your house looks like. Nobody cares if the refreshments are perfect. Nobody cares because we should all be coming to seek Jesus alone. So don't make it about the house. Don't make it about the perfect snacks and all that. Make it about women coming together to seek Jesus. And that's the beautiful thing. That's where people feel comfortable in your home because they feel Christ's love, not because it's perfectly decorated, not because you have the best snacks. <laughs> but we all do that, right? As women, we're like, oh, we want to make it so perfect. But um, honestly, I just want my home to be a place where women know that they can come open, you know, open my door up, let them in where they can come to seek Jesus. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And then after last summer, when I was having these prayer groups, it's really what kind of, um, encouraged me to start uh, planning for the Simply Living for Him retreat, which is coming up this summer. Because quite honestly, I was like, I just want to do this for everybody. I want to open up my home for the weekend and just have like a giant retreat at my house. But uh, I don't have enough room for that many people. So I um, really prayed on it and sought the Lord and said, you know, I want that feeling of 
women from all different places in their life, you know, people that are on all different um, parts of their journey with the Lord, you know, people that might just be Christians new or have been Christians a really long time, or maybe they're not even yet, and they're just seeking. I wanted that um, connection where women all come together for one common purpose, and that is where um, the Simply Living for Him retreat really started um, the ideas because I, I just thought, how can I do this? So this summer, that's what we're doing. I have um, booked up the lodges at Gettysburg in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and we're going to have a weekend where women from all different parts of the country, really, and people that I don't know personally and people that I do are coming together for one common goal, to seek Jesus. And I am really excited to see the Lord work that weekend because I'll be quite honest with you, I don't know what I'm doing, but the Lord does, you know? I get these ideas, and I pray on them, and I see him open the doors, um, you know, for venues to have it at, for people that are registering, for people that are helping me behind the scenes. Um, I have a woman that um, is a friend of mine. I literally was praying to God. I wrote it down in my book, uh, the little notebook I was keeping, and said, I would like to have a person who could help with prayer for the weekend so that if people want to go off and pray with somebody, we have somebody available. A week later, a friend says to me, how can I help? Could I be like a prayer person? I'm like, get out of here. I have that written down in my book. So I see the Lord um, answering prayers for the weekend. I feel that he is going to do a big work that weekend in women that want to come together to seek him. I'll be talking about simplifying that weekend. I'm putting together some sessions where we can talk about living more simply and more purposefully because I believe the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus. The more we want him, the less we desire of this world. Um, but we're also going to have a lot of time in prayer and worship. Um, I have people helping me with the worship time, and it's not a concert. It's not a performance. It's going to be women coming together. I want to hear all their beautiful voices worshiping the Lord. And it's all going to be in a most beautiful place. It's at the Lodges at Gettysburg, which is a gorgeous setting over in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. It's quiet. It's restful. It's peaceful. We're encouraging everybody to sort of disconnect for the weekend, unplug. Um, we're not going to be policing anyone if you take out your phone, but, you know, encouraging people to unplug for a little bit and to really listen for God's voice through his word and through our fellowship and our time together. And so far we have about 32 people registered. We have room for more, but time is running out because if you would like to stay on site, the retreat is being held at the lodges at Gettysburg, but you don't have to stay there. But if you would like to stay there, they're giving us a discount on these beautiful lodges that sleep anywhere from two to eight women. And um, that is running out really, really soon. Like like in a few days, the room block. So we need to have your information if you would like to come. You can find out all the information on simplylivingforhim.com. Um, but besides from that retreat and all of that, I encourage you, if you are out there, prayer is essential in our, our walk with um, the Lord. Women uh, being um, walking alongside each other is essential. Uh, and getting together as women and praying, what could be more powerful? So I would encourage you, if the Lord is leading you, please, please follow him. 
doesn't have to be fancy. Just open up your home. It could be, like I said, one time a week at the same time. Um, if you are not comfortable with doing that, do it once a month. You know, it doesn't have to be every single week. Just say on the first uh, Friday of the month or whatever it is. And just let the Lord work. See what he does. And let's see him transform us. Our world is a dark place. I can't even look at the news headlines these days without getting so sad. We need to join together and be lights in this world and shine for Christ and walk together and not look like women of the world where there's hypocrisy and jealousy and drama and all that. We want to look different. We are women that are living for Jesus. Let's live like it. So I encourage you to do that. If you have more questions about a prayer group and how ours looked, if I didn't answer the questions today, please feel free to email me anytime time at Karen at simplylivingforhim.com. If you'd like to join us this summer and be part of the women at the Simply Living for Him retreat, please email me. Like I said, we have to um, get that booked up really soon. Um, So all the information is on the website. You can find it there. Come over to the Facebook page for Simply Living for Him and let's talk more. And I look forward to um, hearing the testimonies from you out there, all of you out there, about how prayer has uh, worked in your life and to change your relationships with women. Until then, I wish you blessings and joy. 